Hello, and welcome back to the High Commissioner Low Intelligence Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Lewis, and what commonly known Grunkle. And Mongol Dan. Sadly, we don't have Josh with us this week, but we do have three guests today, two of which played in the Blood Circle game, and one, the man himself who hosted the game for us. So, we go around, let's we'll start with uh, the man who hosted it, who uh, I believe more commonly known in the server is Chat. Um, hello, I am known uh, a lot on the server, but uh, it's Mitch. Um, yeah. Uh, don't know what you guys want me to tell me about myself. Um, I guess uh, the thing to start off with is that I've played D&D for close to four, five years at this point. I DM my own game and yeah, I enjoy streaming D and D a lot. <laughs> uh, so ne- next on we've got Horace. Hello, I'm Horace. Uh, I'm a. Uh, I was the Blood Circle in the campaign. I am a DM on my spare time and I play a lot of D and D. And then we have Apra. Yeah, hello everyone. Um, my name is Apra, and I will be telling you about the stress system today. I also was a player in the playtest. I played a role. Dan, did uh, you want to have any subjects you'd like to kick us off with? Uh, I, w- I think now that we have the people who were there during the Blood Circle game, I think it would be only fitting that we talk about that game because um, we had Eggy here was it was it last episode oh no we had that was that was Scorsky and Frank it was the episode before that we had yeah. oh no no I am. no that, yeah it was Eggy and Rin in episode 3 this is episode 5 yeah yeah in Eggy at episode 3 he, he was talking about the Blood Circle game um, and at the time like I was super interested in all that stuff um, and I know Afra, I was talking to Apra about this, like when we when Forrest was there, because um, Forrest was was uh, standing in for Luca at the time. The, the person who was with Luca wasn't able to play, but um, I think I think Forrest did a great job. I think the character was super interesting. Um, so like, why don't you tell us about what it was like playing the Blood Circle, your thoughts on it, uh, and maybe if if we have any uh, thoughts we can we can chip in but i think horse should just start off seeing as he is the man who played it <laughs> <laughs> well the blood circle is a really funny class it's it's pure strength and it shows really how far the barbarian can push itself by being angry it uh, it holds up really well in combat and such and it's uh, all all well it's good all around, but uh, you need to remember to keep your health high because you actually damage yourself to uh, deal more damage to the enemy. It's uh, it's a fun twist on how to play the barbarian. You're not just angry. You're so angry you hurt yourself, and it's totally fantastic to play. And it's a rush of uh, power. And what was it like role playing as someone who does that to themselves? Like, what is it like to kind of? Because your your character is is it a human? I d- you never said the race. Was it a human or was it a Goliath? He is a human. He's a human that's just really beefy. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, well, 
I, I, I just, I thought that the character was, because uh, looking at the idea of the character and how Iggy was describing it, it was just like, it sounded like the character couldn't be, like, interesting to play. Like, because I was like, okay, it's just a barbarian, but, like, the roleplay-wise, I didn't know how much it would add to it, but, like, you really were able to bring a lot, and there's probably a, a lot we don't know. We still have to figure it out in the second part, because we actually didn't even get to finish the game. <laughs> <laughs> we were going for nearly what was it was it, how how long were we streaming for sure you probably would be able to tell uh, us i believe it was um something close to uh between four to five hours if i remember oh. correctly <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's understandable as to why uh because one shots often do take longer than what you expect because you have to be lucky to roll be lucky with how much damage you're outputting and everything. One shots can definitely take a long, long time to do. And um, to be honest, I I was enjoying every single moment of it though. Like despite the fact yeah. that it did uh, take uh, take some time over. I th I think it, it was, was nice that that Eggy gave us the. I like how Eggy gave us the option. He was like, hey. Do we want to like blaze through this like super quickly, or do we live the second part? And we were like, it's too good to blaze through. I, I, I don't know who said, I know who said that that remark themselves, but I think it, it was just it was far too good to just absolutely barrel through. Um, but um, Apple, what what did you what did you think of the Bloodbirker and and being one of the players who was with them? Um, yes, I really enjoyed the the whole thing, and I thought that the Bloodbirker added a lot to it. It was a big part of, of like the group that we played as. He he keep push he kept pushing us forward and everything. And I think I would actually enjoy playing the Blood Circle for myself. Would would you bring that so what you're saying is you'd bring that into your own game at home or in a game like a one shot? Yes, definitely. Game? Yeah. I would definitely consider um even though I usually don't do homebrew for the players, I would definitely consider that as an option for the players. Yeah, because I asked him um, a while ago, I think it was even before the game, I think I was in a chat with him and I asked him, was like, hey, can I use the Bloodworker to create an NPC, like a, an, an enemy that they face, my, my players? And he was like, absolutely, I'd be honored for the fact, like, He's he's like you can see how proud he is of these classes. You can see it in his yes. him and Orion worked so hard for these classes. Um, Lewis, did you did you watch the stream or like do you know like do you have any thoughts? No, about I, I wasn't actually. I wasn't actually in the house, but I did have some thoughts about the class. Cause obviously, I got to read into her quite a bit of it, and yeah. I did the concept. I didn't actually. I couldn't think of like a character that I'd be able to make myself straight off the bat. Right there, that would take a little bit of thought, I feel, for me. Because, uh, well, as you know, Dan, I like to really throw in on my characters. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, tragically, I couldn't make it to the stream in the end. Personal reasons, but, um, yeah. Uh, I spoke to Eggy, and he's hoping to see my character, Night Lane, appear at some point in the future. So, yeah, I mean, maybe next even time. If he brings to an evil guys, uh, blood game. Yeah, so there is the chance that you could see that again, but I could quite happily add. I've, he's working on some other blood uh, classes that uh, I think would be quite interesting to play with as well. 
actually. So uh, I, I wouldn't necessarily pick the Bloodjacker straight off the bat, but it is a very, very interesting concept. Because mm, I, I quite like the Barbarian class. Like, the Barbarian is one, like, the class where it's like, it's just so simple. You know, it's not comp. You don't have to have these, like, spells. It's just, I hit things and I get angry. And it's just <laughs> so simple. Um, Chump, do you have any, um, like, thoughts on the Bloodjerker or just in the game in general? Um, I. That's a good question. Um, I myself am definitely a big fan of doing stuff like homebrew maps. Um, I've done a few homebrew streams here and there, um, and basically being able to, basically being able to see that in like an actual one shot, uh, being played, because most of the time a lot of homebrew stuff is created and it's not really used or it's just left off to one side to be used for a very like used on a very later date where you probably just end up forgetting about it it's good being able to just to see stuff like that be uh, being used in uh, in games basically and and um like lewis said he is working on a blood ray class for each class so is there any if this is kind of a broader question for everybody um are there any classes that you're looking forward to seeing or ones that you think might be super interesting I mean, the one that he's already got prepped, the, the, I can't remember what he actually had it named at, but the cleric, the blood cleric, I think it was. Oh, yeah. That, that's quite cleric. interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, there's, there's just so many possibilities that he could go into with the other classes. I wouldn't want to try and think of how he's going to do it, because probably end up being completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 more so like what what when you say you can guess, but just like uh, like ones that you're like looking forward to seeing what they what I mean, they bring to it. I've always liked playing rogues, as we've established previously. So I'd like to, to see how he'd work uh, the blood dynamic into a rogue class. Whether it just means oh like yes, I, I definitely. I don't know. Like I get more, more stuff on their stats, or I take their stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely go with you on that one. I also can't wait for the rogue, but also I'm excited for the artificer just to see how that turns out, like creating something with blood. That's cool. That'd be cool, yeah. That kind of makes me think of something else, but I can't think of the name right now. Guessing as a blood sorcerer, just to see how that would work, because yes, you've already got like this innate uh, innate magic in your blood, uh, in like your bloodline and everything, but actually like using blood to your advantage, like using your own blood or using somebody else's blood to your magical advantage would definitely be sort of like an interesting thing. Like a blood mage of sorts, yeah. That's what yeah, I was thinking like about too. Yeah, because with with ma with mages and that, it's definitely sort of um, very hard to sort of get them the way you want, the like not the way you want it to be, but 
to get them working properly in sort of like something like a D&D setting because you have to figure out like spells, the feats that they're going to be having and all that. And with stuff like um, with stuff like wizards, because I have uh, created my home uh, my own history toolkit at uh, one point, um, and it is so hard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a very it's very so hard thing to do. So I have the utmost respect to people who can homebrew wizard classes and sorcerer classes and that. <laughs> You'll be looking forward to Eggie's one, mate. I I, I guarantee you that. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Forrester, do you do you have any? I know you said that you agree with Cultist with the wizard or mage, but is there any you're looking forward to? Yeah, I, I'm actually really looking for uh, like Sharp is saying, a sorcerer or a mage or a wizard. And the reason for that is, to, uh, like, think about it. You have this uh, powerful uh, person already, and then you just push him so powerful that his brink of uh, brink of power is peak of power. But at the same time, if they make it something like the blood circuit that you have to hurt yourself and such, you have so little health, so you can deal so much damage, but you have so little health. It's like mm -hmm. a totally new way to play, because you can't just like go in and blood ball like fireball, because that will take so blood much ball. of your health pool that <laughs> you get one arrow and you're out. But just made me think about maybe with the rogue who's more stealthy because he's just stabbed himself he's covered in blood so he can slide in and out of people's pockets a lot easier speaking of that I also got an idea for, for, for the sorcerer or the, or the magic for any magic user Yeah. maybe they hurt themselves to cast spells at higher levels than they are usually capable of I think that would be awesome like, so that if just they can walk around with a little like Listening or lying, <laughs> I know. I see all right in the chat. Take note of that. Abra has a good idea. Oh wait, I'm pointing yeah, it like it's this way. Oh, it's this way. Ah, <laughs> I don't know. It's there for me. I think it would also be interesting to see, like, being able to use somebody else's blood, like, basically, just. Got stuff like vampires and that, which like we have to keep living off of somebody else's blood. So you've still you've got that sort of concept in D and D, but yeah. just basically just taking somebody's blood out and then using their blood in order to use magic instead of having to sacrifice your own hit points. It could basically be sort of like sort of like that temporary shield before you're forced to use your own hit points. I, I know that they were they were kind of looking at the idea of almost like blood bending from Avatar, um. Because the one I'm looking forward to is well, there's two. I'm looking forward to monk because obviously I love a monk. Monk classes are so cool, but also the the druid, like the like the circle oh, of yeah. moon, like something like that, um. But also, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I like I feel like druid. Like for for some reason, I feel like druid is like a class that like not a lot of people use. But I have such a soft spot for the druid class. Um. But um, yeah, I, th I think druid or monk would be really cool. Um, 
mostly just because I think like Monk like being able to like when you punch someone be able to like poison them at the same time because you with skin contact you can like alter their blood or like stun them or paralyze them just from like a punch or something. Or I don't even know. Like it would blood, just be <laughs> blood coagulation. Yeah, like, you, you punch them so hard, you end up giving them, like, um, blood clots. You punch them so hard, <laughs> that you just cause internal bleeding. You cause liver failure from yeah. that point. <laughs> but that's not a big deal, that's all. That's where the blood's supposed to be. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. on the inside. On the inside, yeah. yeah. As long as it's on, on the, the inside, inside, it's okay. That's alright. <laughs> um, I think a lot of doctors will disagree with you there. <laughs> they, like who do you think they are they went to college for x amount of years and they studied really hard they don't know anything <laughs> yeah why would the doctors know it the majority of my life my blood has been on the inside of my body so if they tell me my bleeding is internal I ain't gonna worry okay fine <laughs> um, so I'm thinking if the, the blood monk is sort yeah. of like uh, Tai Li from Avatar the way yeah. she like uh, focuses her chi and blocks other chi's. Like you can think about if the blood monk gets up to a wizard, he can stop the wizard for two to three turns. He can't uh, cast spell for those turns. That would be cool. Like s something like yeah. that. If if it'd be really versatile. I agree. That would be awesome. That would be really really cool. Um, Definitely give a lot of a uh, lot of interest into it. Like. If you if your DM allows like PvP and that, definitely break up a lot of interesting spots for that. Yeah. Um, Apra, do you want to give a little bit of talk about uh, the character that you play? Because I know, like, obviously we've talked about Horus's um blood jerker, but in case people want to know a bit more about uh about your character. Well, actually, I don't I don't know how much I can tell you. I, I, I wasn't there. Yeah, I can. I don't know how much I can tell you because Aggie and I have something planned for my character, and I don't want to spoil accidentally. But essentially, what uh, what you got my player to uh, got my character to know as is he's a assassin rogue that seems to be in half health. <laughs> I mean, I neither get, I neither um, confirmed or denied that. Um, and <laughs> yes, Dan has some information about that, but that's not spoiling anything. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty rushy with with the whole situation. I just want to go ahead and get this job done. I think all of us do, based on the last encounter we had. We're like, let's just fucking get out of here. Like, this old dude with the yeah. whip and, like, this, his <laughs> eyes, just holding his eyes. He has no... Where the fuck... Like... How did we notice that he didn't have eyes until, yeah. like, we killed him? <laughs> so, so, Lewis, we went into this room, and there was a guy, like, this prophet. And we were fighting him, and he was using these pair of eyes that were attached to the eye socket to, like... Was it like to paralyze us or stun us or something like that? It was only when we killed him we realized that he those were his own eyes and he had no eyes in his eye socket. We only realized that. How do you not notice something like that? <laughs> Nobody bothered to check. Nobody bothered to look. <laughs> we we just fought him. Honestly, like they. they uh, that scary thing was. Attack. 
there's been a lot of times where uh, I have been in places where they shouldn't have been. Yeah, and then in, in the street, um, <laughs> and how um, Eggy's character's eyes were in his mouth. Yeah. Did you guys watch my stream, the Ducky's DM qualification game? That was a great game. That was so fun. <laughs> um, but I, li- I, th- I think I just, I love Nickel, my character for the Blitz Virtual game. Nickel is just, I just love him so much. Oh yes, Dan, you should definitely tell us something about your character because I think he's very interesting. Yeah, so, um, so Nickel is a halfling gunslinger. Uh, he's a ghost-wise halfling, so his eyes are completely whited over. Um, and he basically, um, <laughs> me, my, my character and Apple's character, we have had this, like, friendly competition the entire time, um, <laughs> over who's better, um, and just at the very end, um, I got, bas- we're gonna talk about the stress system in a second, but I, I ended up getting in a affliction where I was paranoid and I didn't want to talk to anybody, so I spent the entire game just standing away from people, and then just <laughs> walking well, everybody was like crowding in the doorway because I'm a halfling. I can just walk under their legs. I just could walk yeah. under their legs and just shoot people from under people's legs and do like max damage. I, I was rolling max like most of my shots, which I was like, I was so happy with. And now I have a dagger and a book that gives me like half um, stress. Half stress, which yeah. Which is fucking cool. great because I, the, I think I think this is a good transition into the stress system. Because what what I'm saying right now is not going to make any sense to people who don't understand the system. Um, but yeah, I just the, uh, Nickel is just awesome. He's basically a cowboy. Um, I love him, uh, and he has a pepper box. And everybody hates when he speaks. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it makes so much noise. So much unnecessary voice. <laughs> noise. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to deal with it for the one more game. <laughs> yeah, I I will basically have to deal with it. Because I'm a rogue, you ruin everything I try to do. Well, that's why you make sure you always get to move before me. You do your yeah. thing, do, do this, all the stealthing you need, and then I'm going to fucking shoot people. Um, but yeah, so speaking what you're of... Is that he stresses you out? Oh... Uh, I, I think everybody needs to take at least five points of stress damage every time I shoot my gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please no. I'm already close to max to max uh, stress. Well, now, now, that we're, now we're on the topic, I think I think we need to actually like talk about the stress system. Uh, oh yes, uh, I should talk about the stress system then. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Eggy brought in a system for the game called Stress, and he sent the players all this... Um, you, Lewis, you would know this because you already were supposed to be in the game. Yeah, I went through the file after I'd had it resent to me out of format where I'd actually process it because my poor brain doesn't <laughs> work with black letters on white backgrounds. Which, which basically entailed that I copied and pasted it and sent it to him in paragraphs on our Discord private chat. I just uh-huh. literally like put it in like five parts and, and sent it to him. But yeah, basically Eggy brought in this stress system where um, uh, and also like a campfire ability. I think Apra, you have done like the most research on this. I think I'll let you Yes, I have like after the game I talked to Eggy about the stress system. And he got the idea from the from the top selling game Darkest Dungeon. Oh yeah. Which also like has some sort of stress system. And I think it is a great addition to D D because it gives you as a player more fear into yourself of going insane. 
but how it works is that you start with zero stress and you have a cap of 150 with your stress and every time you get, you get damaged or something else that would stress you out happens you gain stress damage and the bar increases every time you gain stress damage once you hit the max stress you roll and you either get a virtue or an affliction and afflictions just play your character down a bit and give you a lower cap for the next time and virtues gave you a higher end cap for your stress and would buff your player a bit yeah so like uh, and for example my affliction was that i was paranoid um and then yes so and was, was is the initial cap is it 115 is it yes the initial cap is at 115 and once you go through it once you either get a max value of 50 if you gain an affliction or a max of 250 when you gain a virtue and once you cap out your stress a second time you will uh, get a heart attack and instantly go to death saves that like that that part scared me because i was like because I was, I was, the, I was the only one who was went through it, and I reached 115 first, and I was like, "Cause getting an affliction, because you roll is it, is it a D12 or a D? Yes, it's a D12. Seven of them. If you roll a one to a seven, it's an affliction. So you, the the chance of you getting an affliction are higher. And now my capstone is set to 50, and I think the net the person, I think. Ho Horse's character is like at like a hundred and twelve or something like that stress. Yeah, one twelve. Yeah. Oh, so like, I I hope I I hope you get a virtue. Like, I'm not even gonna wish. <laughs> you to get, I hope. Oh yes. I definitely want to see what a virtue can do to the to your player. Look, Barrett straight up just dies next game because of heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, because I I the, literally five minutes in I got like thirty something stress damage and nobody else did and i was like right I'm yeah and i i called it like before like we were starting i i said to myself i was like i i probably will end up getting the first i'll probably end up reaching the cap first knowing me i was like i just i have a feeling it's going to be me and sure enough 100 i was like i got 119 and he was like, let's go <laughs> i manifested that <laughs> I, I, I was okay with it because it was like it, it i don't mind being the guinea pig for showing off this feature, you know? Um, I don't care if it's me, because, you know, the whole point of this is to show the blood jerker and the system that Eggie's working on, so any chance he gets to showcase what these things can do is a good thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing, because that's what he wanted. Um, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, Apper, yeah, keep going. Uh, I just wanted to talk a bit more about that. But, uh, I think I think this like the stress system is pretty impressive. Yeah, but like um, the afflictions include something like you being paranoid and not accepting any healing from your party, or being selfish, like that you get more egoistic and you try to hoard everything for yourself, which is what you've already been doing, Dan. <laughs> I'm, I'm just paranoid. I was like, I don't want. Why, why should I give this to you? I'm. I should have the one you have, but. And one of, another thing is being masochistic. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but um, 
Okay, so you, you go to the front and just sting out pain, which is very dangerous because you only have a stress cap of 50. So what are um, you trying to tell me that everyone in the party already is uh, afflicted with one of them? <laughs> just I, I tried playing it safe and not getting a lot of stress. <laughs> but also, also, also I was going to say, it just reminds me of uh, that one anime character. I can't remember what her name is, but it's from Konosuba. I, I wouldn't know. Um... I wish I wish I remembered the name because it, it's like on the tip of my tongue, but it's not like it's not there. Someone will say, it. just keep an eye on the chat. Somebody will bring it. Yeah, in. somebody, somebody will, in chat yeah, will probably yeah, correct me who it is. <laughs> well, but the the virtues are just so awesome. Like one of the virtues will just straight up reduce any stress you take by fifty percent, and you gain a plus three to your AC. That is one of the virtues. <laughs> Hold on. Someone in the chat just say drinking game. Every, every time we say blood, we take a shot. No. Well, well, <laughs> not on stream. Blood, 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 blood. Oh, no. oh god, here we go. <laughs> and also, um, Orion, one of the people who's working on it, they, they said that they're that are working on on one of them this week. I I think I think I know oh. what they're working on right now because I think they mend it in, in. There's a project coming up. I'm working on with Horizon Eggy. And I was in a voice con. I think they mentioned one of the classes they're working on next. I think I know which one it is. Um, if if they want me to say it, they can tell me to say it, or otherwise, I'll, I'll keep it because I, I don't know if they know that I know because I know everything. Um, but yeah, and they yeah they, so they they've I think that I think they finished the cleric or they're pretty much done with it and they've moved on to the next one. Um. And I, I asked them, I like, are you going in order down the list? They're like, no, we'll just take whichever ones we want. So <laughs> just whatever you want to do next, we will do that next. Um, but yeah, I think like I know Apper's been talking about the system, but like, what do like the other three of you think about it? Because I, I know like Horst is in the game, like Lewis knows the system because he's read it, and then Chirp has witnessed us go through this horrifying. <laughs> yeah. I must have read the file back to right top to bottom, like at least six times to try and get it in my brain. And I just sat there thinking, like going over some of the um, virtues, and I was like, these could be really, really handy. And then I'm comparing it to the afflictions. I'm like, this could also end really badly at the exact same time. <laughs> but the capabilities as well, they were quite intriguing. I wanted to see how they worked out. Oh, the capabilities were really cool, actually. Oh yes. Um, so basically, um, what one thing that I I kind of found, which which kind of stumped me, is that instead of all of them fire like points being for each person, it was in total, and we used. Oh yeah, that, that was like I was like what? Um, <laughs> yes, we think everything I just planned. Yeah, I uh, uh, wanted. What you you want to go first? No, you go. You're the guest here. <laughs> like when we when we were camping and you were like, yeah, we take the religious one. And I was like thinking, yeah, that's not gonna help me at all. <laughs> can, 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 I, can my can my god be blood? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, do you want to kind of give us the um the rundown of the camp abilities, Apera, and kind of the 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 gist behind those? 
Um, yes, I can sure do that. We were given like two can abilities in the beginning. Like we can take two cans, if I remember right, yeah, through the whole dungeon. We have two opportunities. Yeah, two can opportunities. And we've used one already. Yeah, and every camp we have a certain amount of food. Like we have a total of twelve food for both of the camps, and we can choose to spend it. Like if we don't want to eat anything, we take three details damage and fifteen fifteen stress. Then we can like choose to go up a notch and eat two food and just don't ha happen. Don't let anything happen to us. And if we choose to like eat almost everything we have at eight food, we gain back some health and release some stress just like to damage them which which we which we actually use because um Mark's character drops to zero hit points. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, her 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 squishy cleric um she went down and then we ended up killing the guy while she was down, and then dragged her body over to the campfire and force-fed her food. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then, like, and then, actually, can I just talk about this one moment? Frank's portal, rolling a nat 20 on his death saving throws, and immediately... Oh, yeah. Up. Oh, that was, like, so out of the blue. He went, like, yeah, I'm laying down to, yeah, I'm gonna kill you one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, just like, the, like, he was like, oh, like, please, first death saving throw, please let it be good. He was like, nat 20, we all freaked out. <laughs> we, we all literally freaked out. Because I, I was like, Elborg is, like, the funniest character. Elborg is amazing. And he created that character, like, 15 minutes before we started. Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, so, talk, talking more about the camping abilities. Yes, like, when we set up camp, we have, like, a budget of camp points we can spend, which is 12, I believe. Yeah, rest camp. points. Yeah, rest points. Um, and we can choose to spend them to either reduce stress, give us certain buffs for a certain amount of battles, which one of the ones I used is uh, the Rogue Senses, because it prevents us being ambushed during the camp, yeah. and it grants us initiative, uh, grants us advantage on initiative rolls, and How even that if we, that, that lasts for two battles. So wait, so when we went to those rooms and we fought those one people, remember that we, we left them? That was one battle, yeah, because initiative broke up afterwards. So that's gone. Yeah, that's gone for now. I we have, <laughs> I have my, my plus five, because I took a different one, I took reflection. Which is a yes. only, and it was like four rest points, and I was like, I'm gonna use it, fuck it. Yeah. Um, which um, um, what, it gives, can you just read out what reflection is, because I don't remember the exact wording. Reflection uh, removes to yourself only 20 stress, and it gives you a plus 5 to hit, and a plus 6 to damage for 3 battles. I didn't even need the stress thing. I just took, I just wanted the plus six. So I was like a plus six to damage on my pepper box. Yeah, definitely. Which I only have for one more battle. So. And if I remember correctly, we also got the bless, which gives us one-time use of a plus ten to any roll. Oh yeah. 
I think you used that trying to hide away the dagger from me. No, 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 no. I used that to, on the Arcana check to figure out what the dagger was. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. It's just a dagger. No, he, he, um, it's, it's magical, but I wasn't able to identify. He's like, you know, yeah. magical. I burned my poor friend. <laughs> You, you kind of misused Arcana ability because it's just to check if something's magical, not what yeah. you do. So you were like, oh, I used the person as all I was thinking was, did you really say that? Did you really say that? Because <laughs> I, like, I was like, maybe if I, maybe if I get a 24, he'll like, basically, because it's a high roll, he'll be like, yeah. oh yeah, I'll, I'll kind of identify it. And with the 40, he was like, you know it's magical. Okay, what about 24? You know it's magical. And I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, but ah, you know it's definitely magical. One hundred percent certain it's magical. But I've identified. But going back to the um, capabilities, depending on what type of class you play, you gain different abilities in the camp, like. I played uh, a speed character, a rogue, which is a speed character in uh, his eyes. I can either revel, cause mockery, night moves, gallows, gallows humor, or encourage. And if you were a martial fighter, like Monkle or Horace, you could have something like revel, mockery, marching plan, which is something I couldn't do. You can reflect on yourself, you can cast the si silent vigil, and you can encourage others, which is... Like, I think it's a great idea because you're special in some way, by the way you play your class. Which, like, if we only had martial classes, we wouldn't have, like, access to rogue senses or, like, some of the things the magic users could do. Less enchant. Yeah. I think in our one we used, you used rogue senses, I used reflection, and then we used less, and I think I encouraged you. So we used four different abilities. Yeah, you tapped my shoulder. I just said, hey, you're doing a good job even though I don't like you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the most uh, inspiring thing you ever heard. Yeah. So much that I, 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 I de-stressed you. That's how much it meant to you. <laughs> yeah. It meant something to me to, to hear from the guy who I had a rivalry rivalry with. Yeah. Um I know I'm I'm kind of um I'm kinda gutted that we didn't get to see uh Lewis's character. Because I think me and him uh, were on a call creating this like do you wanna talk about um Nightbane for a second? Um, or do you wanna leave as a surprise for future games? I mean we can leave this as a surprise for future game. We did talk about him previously in another stream. Yeah. But uh, I, it's just his eyes, man. His eyes. I remember the beginning of that process. That was oh. just uh, your eyes, okay? Yeah. Well, it it was just I I was altering the color of his eyes. Uh, so I, I was looking for an image to like to use as a token, basically that was as close to what I was imagining my character as. And Dan found a really good one, and uh, the eyes were just the wrong color. So I took it into my editing software and started, I got on Zoom Brighter and got to add the pixels and started changing the colour of the eyes. And then put a little light detail and zoomed it back out and I went to go do the other one. But as I, when I zoomed out, I looked at the two different coloured eyes and I couldn't change it. It just looked too awesome. So now he's got hair as well. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see that now. Yeah. 
Like, and we, like we had a whole thing of like how our characters were somehow linked together, and like we had this whole backstory with the two of them. And I was like, oh, Nichols just by himself now. He doesn't have his buddy staying with him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to see. I ho- hopefully Eggie puts Bane into one of the future games because I think like the character is too good not to include. I definitely do like the whole. Uh, I I do like the whole concept of this like stress campfire situation. I have personally played quite a bit of. Um, uh, Darkest Dungeons, I believe it was called again. Yes. My brain's blanking on you the are, You've actually played Darkest this system. System. You've actually played this. Yeah, so I've actually played it, and God, that game stresses me out so much. <laughs> no. Like, oh, some. Yeah, no, you, you think it's bad having the stress system in D&D. You play Darkest Dungeons, and you end up through your house, your next-door neighbor's house, because it is so... So rage-inducing. What? So what, what is the difference between the what we're doing and Dark? I don't mean to interrupt you, Horace. No, no, no. I was gonna say like what's the difference between what we're doing and what they do in Darkest Dungeon? If you, if you, if you're able to explain it to us. So uh, with Darkest Dungeons, um, you do have the whole sort of like um, whenever you're damaged, you do get afflictions and that. Um, and but with most of it, um, you end up getting characters that already have afflictions uh so you have to basically find ways of helping their afflictions or sorting out the problems that they have like some of them have gambling problems so they'll they'll take some of the money that was earned and go and spend it on gambling or they have um other problems more down below (laughs) sort of thing, and mm. you have to sort of take them into rehabilitation sort of thing to sort of, like, stop them from spending the money that you need to spend in order to get stuff like supplies, food, um, health potions, other characters that could be useful in your party and that. Um, but at the end of the day, the game's really, really good for what it is, and yes, it's rage-inducing, but it's fun. It's actually really, really fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, like, the I've never had any kind of, like, homebrew systems in games like this before, so, it's just, like, this was a lot to kind of take in, but, like, while I was doing it, even though I was, like, getting the stresses and I was like, oh, like, this is so, oh, this is so cool, but I was like, oh, I hate it. Like, it, it was still so much fun, and it just added another, like, thing because like oh yeah you take damage like no big deal you can track that damage but like you don't know how much stress you're gonna get and then when you have to have a cap that you have to reach and you start to get to like 95 and you're like if i take like any more stress damage i'm getting an affliction or i'm getting yeah. a virtue it's like and also the fact that you the, the higher chance of getting an affliction and a virtue just makes it that much more scary because it's like you're bound to get an affliction like you, you just assume you're getting one like, I was like, I'm definitely not going to get a virtue. Because I rolled a d12, and I was like, I know I'm going to get an affliction. I'm definitely not going to get a virtue. And then, yeah, even though it was terrifying, I I, I did I found it, like, surprisingly fun. And then, like, seeing all the other people, and, like, knowing, like, that probably next game, the Blurt Lurker is going to reach that 115. Or that, like, 
maybe you in like maybe one character might not even get an affliction. It's like they just see all these people become like paranoid or like masochists or like uh they just see them go insane whereas one character is just completely fine. <laughs> I just oh man. I think it's incredible though. To be honest, the the homebrew side of D and D in itself is just amazing, mm. and I I definitely think that that should be talked about a little bit more because like you you look at that sort of stuff and you look around like the homebrew community and that, and you see so much that people just put their they put their souls into most of the stuff that they do, and yeah, it is like, just so interesting the world of homebrew in D D is just so creative like the amount like i think uh was it apra that put in like the the superhero like D D stuff or was that somebody else uh, it wasn't me for sure so much so basically somebody put in like a thing in eggy's kind of um domain and it was like all these like superheroes that you can oh it was it was baymax uh, and it was like uh, they posted like a speedster, um, like five e character builder. So it's basically like you look at that one. <laughs> I love superheroes. Like you can't see, but like on my shelves above me, I, I, I have I, like I, ten. I, I, just the fact that you went and looked straight at the speedster one. No, it's just that, was, that, was, that was the first one that was there. They only posted the speedster yeah, yeah. first, and I was like. And I was like, do you, is there, like, where do you find that? Because I want to see what the other ones are. And then they posted that, and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> even if I had, if, even if he had posted the original one, I would have went straight to Speedster, so you're dead right. Lewis knows me to a T. Like, he, like, me and him, like, basically can read each other at this point. <laughs> Like, if you're like, 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 <laughs> head cocked to the side, and I look at my poster, it's literally got the flash on it. I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. Uh, uh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Daniel has a thing for people who can run fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like the, like, like, I love, like, the Flash TV show. Like, the Flash is just one of my favorite comic oh, characters. That, that TV ever. show was good. Oh, gr- like Grant Gustin, beautiful man. First off, like I just want to get to that way. Like he's a beautiful, beautiful man. But like he just, oh, I just can't. Like he's just so good. I think the TV show is so so good. It can be a bit cheesy at times, but it's not to that good. point. I can't remember. I think it was when, like, just uh, th- it's not really a spoiler because it's just the enemy that comes in and uh, one of the seats and this, I think it's Tinker. That's his name. Yeah, yeah, the thinker. Yeah. Like partway through that, uh, I think I got up to date with them being released, so I stopped watching it for a while, and then just never went back to start watching other things. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched the newest season just because I just have not had any time to do that between work and doing this stuff. But like, I don't really mind. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm more passionate about D and D anyway, so. I do have to admit something, and I don't know how much uh, backlash on the 
internet is gonna get me. I'm not a big fan of superhero movies. Get out. Get out now. I said this was a safe space, but I was, I was wrong. Get out. Sure, I will say this very low so no one else hears us, but I agree. Most superhero movies is. Get out. It's dead. I'm on your side, Dan. I'm on your side. Three <laughs> uh, like I just wanted to say that um, rethinking my paladins. I'm not. <laughs> the reason why I'm not a big fan of superhero movies is just that there really hasn't been anything that has caught my interest. Okay. Like, a, a lot of people they said, oh, Black yeah, Adam's come out. I was a, you know, that you know, it's like oh, from a kid, I was a big fan of Batman, or I was a big fan of Superman. Yeah, or, so you know, what's, what's I was a big fan of, I was a big fan of the Flash or something like that. You know, I I enjoyed watching the cartoons as a kid. When I was a, when I was little, I was watching Pokemon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I was a I was a nerd from day one watching so Pokemon and loving oh. anime throughout then. So 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 I'm a weird story, but that Batman, it's... It's, I was more interested in anime than, than superheroes, that's, that's just how I was. I, w I would have rather play Yu-Gi-Oh than talking about who would, who would win, Superman versus Batman. <laughs> I, would I would probably get slaughtered on the internet right now, but I think the Batman stuff, the Batman movies, and the Batman comics, and Batman. Use your next words very carefully. The Batman comics and the animated series and such, I think that's the only superhero thing that I actually enjoy. Because right. the rest is starting to get a little bit cliche, like. It, it, the good guys always win in the Batman series. He don't always win. It can take up to more numbers, more episodes before he wins. He loses so much before he wins. You get beaten but down, when you get you the back up, and you tear ass. Yeah, but when you watch Flash and such like that, it's always you know he's gonna win because he's Flash. We say that with most things though, because like main character protection and stuff like. Unless you're talking like Dragon Ball, and then like you know that there's the chance that that character is going to die, but then it's okay because they've got the Dragon Balls, so they can yeah, just spend like many episodes gathering them. them. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> to be yeah, honest, like, the reason why the reason why I don't really care much for Dragon Ball, like I I do enjoy Dragon Ball, like it's alright, it. <laughs> but I don't care for it for it as much as like uh, other animes and that. I do love it, but I just love the. Just some of the like foot armor and how ridiculous it is. <laughs> so, so what Horace is essentially getting at is that you prefer comics and animated series to live action films. Yes, and what I like about the most thing I like about the animated series of Batman is that it has this red, red thread through the all. It's a it's a minor spoiler, but like when when one Batman in one universe dies in one of the this is from 1980, I think you will survive. <laughs> 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 go and watch it straight up. Pause the stream, it's go and watch it straight now. It's only yeah, I, I will go and watch it. <laughs> me and Dan saw Apra just go like that, so we just copied. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like blocking his ears, but he's just pushing the headphones further. <laughs> yeah, <the> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, Batman 
disappears, without spoiling, he disappears in the last episode of one of uh, the animated series, and then they made a new animated series ten years after, and that is after Batman disappeared and someone else took up the game. I it's love, like, I love in the comics when, when the Robins become Batman, I think it's so interesting. Uh, there's yeah, a few really it's a much better storyline story than Superman. <laughs> there's a few really good stories with that, where um, Bruce is MIA, and uh, one of the Bat family step up to take him out, or, and there's always just never enough, and the villain is always on, you're actually Batman, like, they're like, like they're one of the penultimate scenes, uh, it always ends up being something like that, but... No, there's, there's like the most recent Batman comic actually I got is uh, Jim Gordon as Batman, and it look, it just looks brilliant. Oh, and it's got the Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love I I like the design of it and the fact that he's still smoking a cigarette even while he's doing it as Batman. <laughs> it just looks brilliant because he's just got like it's like almost like a full like Chris suit, <laughs> and then he's just got his his gun. And he's pulling like a really sexy pose with it, and then he's just got his cigarette with the smoke trailing off and out of his mouth. <laughs> oh. Good old Jim Gordon. I think, like, one, like, one of the. Actually, this is a question I have. We haven't asked our guests, and we've asked most of our guests. Um, Kind of circling back to Dungeons and Dragons, what's your favorite class and why? I think I will let Afra go first. Um, should I go first? Okay. I'm actually more of a DM, but the three classes that I've played are a fighter, a artificer, and a rogue. And I really enjoyed all three of them. But if I had to choose But if I if I had to choose one favorite I would have to go with Artificer. And why is that? That's because uh, Artificer was my first ever character. We played an Eberron campaign, and I played, played a Changeling Artificer for 15 levels, which is quite a lot of levels, so I have the most experience around uh, the Artificer. I know the most about an Artificer, how to play him, and stuff like that. Hmm. Um, so, and you said, so how long have you been playing D&D for then? I have been playing Dean for about five years, five and a half years. Okay, and I know you said you're uh, you're qualifying for a DM role, aren't you? Yes, I'm going to be qualifying on the 27th of February. That's a week before me. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, and uh, so Horace, what about you? What's your what's your favorite class? It's a little bit weird because my favorite class is uh, also my least played class. <laughs> Uh, and it's kind of weird, but uh, the Paladin is my favorite, and the reason for that is I have uh, a lot of visions about uh, about the sun. I'm very I'm very fan of the sun and religion about the sun and such. And yes, praise the sun, <laughs> of course. Praise the sun. As soon as you started talking about the sun, I was like, I I have to, I have to. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I like to draw powers from not deities themselves, but like the sun itself and the moon and such. And Paladin is a perfect class to do that. Because in Paladin, 
uh, paladin is is the belief. It's not it's not the deity that gives you the power. It's the belief in the power that gives you the power. It, that's at least my take on it. So my favorite uh, my favorite ways to play is the paladin because you're this you're this guy that believes so hard in something that you're just able to harness the power of it. And I have no idea what Lewis is doing. I'm sorry. The way you just <laughs> describe the way you just described believing reminds me so hard of orcs in Warhammer 40k. We think they do such works because they believe in it. Red-painted yeah. uh, orc <laughs> and purple-painted orc—they're invisible because purple they believe they're invisible. We, we will win this war. We believe our data will go and work. Red goes faster. <laughs> their their planes fly because they believe that they can fly. I guess I should be the last one to answer the question about favorite classes. Um, and for me, it's so hard to choose from because I'm such a um, I'm the I'm the person who will fill a role that has not like that is not in a campaign yet. You're, so you're the last one to choose. I I am always like I am always the one just like okay, what's everybody else got? And they're like, well, why, why you ask it? And I'm like, that's just who I am. I, like, it's no matter what, I either end up as a support, or I end up as the glass cat. It's <laughs> either as one of the two. Um, well, that, well, um, I, but either the, like, e it doesn't have to be even a class you've played. It can be a class you haven't played, but you, it's still your favourite. I, oh god. Because I've got two classes that I enjoy the most, and that is clerics and uh, rogues. I enjoy playing cleric. I enjoy playing clerics because of the vers uh, versatility of uh, the different domains. Being able to just be a full on, uh, basically a full on just damage uh, cleric that just goes. Fuck you and the person standing next to you, and then that person, that person, that person, that person, you know. Or you can just be like, right, okay, so you get that much health, you get that much health, you all have this buff, and get in there and do stuff. <laughs> and then with That's rogues, and then with rogues, it's just stab, stab, run. <laughs> <laughs> No, like, oh, you, 
you know, like, a lot of people like to criticise, like, especially, like, men now, you know, playing female characters. I'm there just like, I want to play a female character because at the end of the day, most of the time they look better than what the male characters do. Like, if you play an Let RPG me feel pretty. Like I want to be pretty. Like, if you play an <laughs> RPG or something like that, yeah, like, the males can sometimes, like, have all the cool armor and everything. But the right. females have, like, the, like, the better looking, uh, like, the better looking character models than that. You know, maybe the sexiest female, or what should be a thor, oh, the I sexiest female or woman you've ever seen. <laughs> I, I don't go sexy female orc or anything like that. I <laughs> choose them because they are better oh, looking wanna, at the end of the day. I just want to find a way to... over playing males. No, I just want to find a way to then say that they are, like, the sexiest version of that race they could be, like, the, what they call the Loxed Elephant People. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I'd be like, I'm a female elephant person, and I'm the sexiest one of my kind ever, and you would understand, because you're not an elephant person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, have, just... I have this, like, this kind of... See, we do this every time! Uh, I'm just saying, we should normalize, like, uh... Swapping genders when you're playing like uh, roleplay games. Like, yeah. if I want to fight the Balrog wearing a dress, having high heels and long hair, it not it shouldn't be something bad that I yeah, do that. It shouldn't be to choose the female about. gender before you put the clothes on. Oh, damn! <laughs> <laughs> it's it's oh, weird when you're like one gender. Damn it, I'll put. <laughs> yeah, you you can't be a seven foot tall male orc and wearing high heels. It, it probably isn't isn't effective. Being That'd a, be pretty a wrong. You're <laughs> 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 gonna prove you're so hard, wrong there. I'm gonna make next, my life go to prove that. I'm gonna have grass walking sexiest outfit ever. I will play a seven foot orc that wears a dress and is male. Seven foot tall, seven foot wide. Wearing a dress is cute. I'm gonna have glass come in in a miniskirt. Oh, my, 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 my monk Ethan will love that. Max will be all over you, man. He's, he's a, he's a fan of big people. I, I'm just, I'm just uh, imagining a Leonin, the lion people, just braided hair, a nice skirt that. I want to see a lion folk in a kilt. Oh! oh. A, kilt. a kilt. Full Scottish, oh. like. Yeah, oh, I was going to say, we got the Scottish, like, the sash bit up. Bagpipe. To make lion folk in a kilt. <laughs> I'll pay money for that. Happily. <laughs> we just get like we just get like, like different bits of art commissioned for like races and really like unconventional jobs. So like I don't know why I keep going back to the elephant people. I'm just so fascinated by them recently. But like having an oxygen as a fisherman or like <laughs> having a turtle boat as a fireman. Yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> uh, it's like a really important job. Like no, the turtle man's the postman. I think we're talking about like different like different uh, races, everything human, like the animal races and that. Like I I do have to uh, talk about a um one of uh, one of my friends that's going to be playing in a campaign with me. Um, they have 
a um, they have a lizard folk character that's based based off of uh, off of an anime. Uh, I can't remember what the anime's called, but um, basically, uh, he's got a guy that resides inside him. Oh, Doro Hedoro. So, yeah, yeah. So he so he's basically recreated him in D and D. So <laughs> literally midway through battle, he's just going to like have his mouth over somebody's head, and literally all you're gonna hear from the darkness is, "You're not him." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my friend, like, uh, me and him started watching it uh, together because he was like, yeah, no, we're going to watch this and I'm going to show you how much I love this anime. And I was like, alright, fair enough. We stayed up until about near enough 6am watching it. <laughs> it's really sad we don't get another season. You see, like, mm. in terms of, like, talking about character creation, I always have this weird thing where, like, I like to make my characters super attractive. I don't think I've made a character who's not really good-looking. And, like, it's not like, you know, like, I, I, I make it w very known that they are incredibly good-looking. Like, my my current, in, I play in Cybers' game that uh, Lewis knows about, Fang, my half-orc, is fucking hot. Like, he is sexy. Like, he is, like, he is super attractive. I want it with everyone and anyone. Yeah. What about Nico? If, if Nico, no, Nico's hot. Like, Nico's low-key hot. Like, I'll send you, I'll, I'll send you with the full photo how he is. Low-key attractive. Do you remember the first okay. game? The first game qualification that, cause, that I was in when Eggie qualified? Yeah. My character, Peregrine, his, his face was brutalized with battle scars. Like, like, to the point where one of his eyes had changed colour because he'd had, like, that many, like, scars down one side of his face. And, you know, that could be seen as beautiful to some people. I mean, his mum still thinks he's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Your mum doesn't count in this situation. I, I, I just <laughs> said... <laughs> that no, mum is a saint. <laughs> but I will I, have I, to I, argue I, about the fact... I, I can neither confirm nor deny that. I will have to argue with the fact of uh, hot half orcs because um, I mm. I think I've got a pretty nice looking half orc. Oh, do you want to? Oh, yeah. I'll send I'll send you a thing. We'll oh, okay. we'll fight. Glasgow has both. Glasgow out half orc both of you. He's a whole lot more man. A whole lot more. Look at that. Let let me let me find the picture that. Um, I sent to one of my friends. Um, I had a. I sent them a picture of my half orc, and I'm just gonna find it now. <laughs> I had a character that was on the other side of the spectrum. He was so ugly and disgusting in his like face and body physique that he got so high charisma. He, I had like 20 charisma or something, and I was super persuasive and such because everyone felt sorry for him. It's not like. You're so ugly and I feel sorry for you. I, I'm sorry you look like that. Of course you can go see the king. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, oh, you pretty hard life already. Come on, see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you, you didn't murder that person. You could never murder someone with a face like that. I even persuaded that there was pity. Just screaming away before you could get near enough to kill him. <laughs> like, just 
cross that out and, dra and drag pity over over persuasion rules. <laughs> you won't kill me for me. Well, I just see like some situations being really funny there. People trying to talk to you or trying to choke down like as they're talking. So. Like chirps, chirps just sent me what his half orc looks like. His is female and mine's male, so the comparison there. You're well, really testing my it, sexuality here. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, is that he looks female. Oh, that's a male. Oh. <laughs> oh. God. What is You're really testing sexuality there. I will have to say his name though, because having that picture and not saying his name is a crime against humanity. Okay, what, his what's name, the character's name? <laughs> his name is Fuck the Thought. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh you are because you told me that you have a character called Thok, which is the same name as uh, and Eggie. somebody else. Yeah, Eggie's yeah. character because yeah. Yeah, no, because I was saying it to him. I was like, you both have characters called Thok, and it was just like, ah, yes, in in a parallel universe, there is another Thok that does his own thing. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, my half orc, his name is Feng Maldoran. He's he's just he like his I feel like I feel like Thok is like kind of small and like kind of just more like 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 fit, like kind of slim, but like Feng is just he's big. Fang's a big dude, but um, the, the yeah, reason why so big <laughs> like is Fang, because Fang of Rask, Greek of friends. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, the reason why Thok is like so female-looking uh, is because right. of the fact right. that his strength is not so good. He's a way of the astral self monk, so half of the time, the reason why he looks the way he does is because he's using his he's using his astral arms. Instead of um, his own fists. Okay. So, so he's like, oh yeah, you know, it'll be fine. I'm just gonna hold up. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't doesn't the astral self give you like a ten foot reach? Yeah, it increases your punches up uh, up to ten feet. Ten foot punch. Yeah. Like so, so, so you literally <laughs> do. You basically become Jotaro in that situation. <laughs> Someone yeah. talks shit about you in the bar, and you were like, "Basically." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, enough talking about our attractive characters. Uh, <laughs> I just how attractive I am. Uh, I can talk about that for a day. You have to do the fuck point. You have to do the. <laughs> I'm just like. It's I'm not Gonna I do it I'm my way though, just after. Oh yeah, the fuck. The very first time he did that, I I pissed myself laughing. You, it was you so funny. died. You died yeah. right on the spot because you were just not expecting it. <laughs> also, last night myself and Chirp were in a voice call with Orion and Eggy uh, in with this new project that we're a part of. Um. And we were, Orion was talking about the shit post about, like, oh, you know, uh, how hard it was going up for, like, Gen Z. And it was just like, you don't know what it's like when you're drinking Pepsi out of the hose at the front of your house, drinking seatbelts, riding in the back of a pickup truck. And, I, like, I, <laughs> I, I, we would need him, we would need Eggy here to, to just reread that, because myself, Chirp, and Orion last night were dying 
we were laughing so hard. Like, I was crying uh, from laughing. It was well, amazing. Let's still regenerate again. No, this is just a shit post that they found online. Well, it's better. <laughs> yeah. No, but, like, I, I no. literally now know we've got that, um, that voice clip of me saying fuck on video now. Someone's gonna use that. <laughs> Lewis is doing it right now. Lewis is doing it right okay. now. <laughs> but let's go well, after the that by going to superheroes, going to sexy characters. I have one more thing about the whole stress system. Oh yeah, let's let's go back to that real quick. Like I can say, s- and hurting himself more. 
better as solo stuff, I can say that much. I am not sure if I'm gonna play the Bloodsucker more than this one shot, but I will definitely bring the Bloodsucker with me into future games, cause... Yeah, he's brilliant, and when he hits that 14 level, it's like... Next level Barbarian. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do some homebrew. I'm gonna have to start doing some homebrew stuff myself now, just talking about all of this. Cause I, ho I kind of hope they do like a whole, like a whole game with just Bloodsucker characters. Like, what if they release enough to have a whole party of Blood characters just to do a game for like the Bloodsucker, the Blood Cleric, the Blood Monk, the Blood Druid, and like the Blood Raider. Yeah. Blood, yeah. Or like whatever comes out first, but just like a whole party of blood people just like all like dying on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hurt mean, myself to I mean, no matter what hurt. class no matter what class I play I die on the inside, but Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Uh, that's one homebrew thing that I I've had stuck in my head for God knows how long is just making a making a character that only uses shields. Like doesn't use weapons or anything like that, just full on shields. Shield, shield. Dark Souls, just Dark Souls no, shields just, enough. Just, just one shield, that's all he has, is just one shield. He's able to cast magic with the shield, and he does damage with the shield. Shield healing. He's basically go on to the hero. Yeah, <laughs> Bonk him you, you, you like bash people in the head and then you just like crack them with your shield. Because the thing it's is, gonna be like uh, Captain America. You can take and just what you people. can basically yeah, take Captain America. You can take, you can take shield mastery, which basically you you hit somebody with the shield, and it pushes them five foot back. So just bully so, people, just like keep pushing them back. Yeah, this <laughs> magic, this magic that you want to do with the shield. Can I just make like some kind of recovery spell so I can throw the shield at someone and then just call it back? I just want to be Captain America now. Well, there's the returning weapon of the of the artificer. The re returning weapon, you can just get that. Uh, Ryan or the boomerang feature. Uh, have you uh, yeah. given the read through uh, of the cleric yet? I think Eggy was gave kind of a, a hint of the cleric. He he gave he gave a kind of he uh, he did talk to the cleric and kind of gave a brief um, rundown of it, but. Um, I mean, I, I've always said that Eggy's welcome on the show whenever he wants, but when, when the cleric is coming out, or if a if Eggy or Ryan want to come on and kind of talk about the classes, like, I know me and Lewis, we both love Eggy, and we'd love to have, uh, even Orion, I'd love to have Orion and Eggy on, because they're so much fun. Um, you have to stretch my love even further. No, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> I, I much everyone on the server loves Eggy. Yeah, Eggy's just great. Eggy's... Eggy's a chill person. Talk, talk well, about giving Orion so. love as well. Just yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Um, we have Every, everyone that has to do with the server is awesome. Yeah, because my, myself and Chirp are working on a really awesome project with these guys. Um, and I would love for them to come on. Oh, the, it's finished. Yeah, it's finished. finished. Yeah, because it, it's up on the... Uh, it's up on the it's up in the homebrew, so we can actually read through that and look at that. Um, but I, I would, um, I would love to, uh, to have Orion and Eggy come on the show and talk about this project that we're doing, because um, I'm really, yeah. really excited about it. 
Um, I would love to hear about that. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. Um, I can I'm ba- I, I can kind of give a bit of a, a spoiler because the social media is aware. It's not like it's a hidden project. It's um a biweekly campaign and podcast. So one week is a, a campaign, the next week is a podcast. And the DMs are gonna swap over between Orion and Edgy every like every couple of months, and it's gonna be a brand new story every time it changes over. And we have a a defined cast of four ca- uh, four players. So like so, it'll be Eggy, Orion, and three other players, and Eggy and Orion will swap over. And as each arc of the story is done, they'll act. So the first arc we'll do is arc one, and then. At the end of that, Eggy might leave Orion stuff for him to bring into his arc, but Orion might go like a hundred years in the past, or he might go fifty years into the future. So it's gonna be a really, really cool. Um, yeah, he said I can go for it. So yeah, basically we have a a, a a campaign that we're gonna be running hopefully fairly soon. We have our cast, we have um, we have our two DMs. Um, we have Chirp here as a kind of behind the scenes guy. He's brought brought in on the project. Um, and it's called Arcane Recovery. Um, it's gonna be a really, really good show. Eggy and Orion are great. We have a great cast, which we're gonna be um announcing fairly soon. Um, once we kind of everybody gets their characters ready. Um, yeah, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. Uh, so look out for that. Uh, I can't wait for that being announced officially. Yeah, Arcane Recovery, and and we're gonna be having uh, guests on, um, kind of like like other D and D shows where they have like a character coming in for like three or four episodes and like as an NPC. So there will be opportunities for you guys to see other people on the show. Um, awesome. Orion has said he wanted to be a character. Ooh. Um. Yeah. You know what? I'm producer. I'm allowed to do these things. So, um, our right cast consists. Of uh, Eggy and Orion, we have Lancelot, who is one of our future qualified DMs, is a really good friend of theirs. Uh, we have Sivus, if you guys remember her from um, both um, the game, uh, from uh, who is it? Was it? It was Ringe Game, Sivus, but also she's been in many of the uh, intermission shows. Um, and we have myself. Um, and myself and Orion were up last night creating our characters for this game, and I will say, it, to tease our characters, they are somewhat linked. So dun, dun, dun. They are somewhat yeah. linked together. <laughs> I'm not linked they, they could be married. They could be dad. We'll we'll have to see. We're uh, we're we're just we 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 just got our characters created last night. We're still waiting for uh, the other guys to create their characters and then to kind of um yeah. So we said players players fine. Just no character sheet teases yet. No, not at all. Uh, so we just yeah we just have our characters. Can't um, do that. I'm really lo- I'm really looking forward to it. Um, it's gonna be a really 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 good show. Um, yeah, it's just gonna be so good. Um. Ooh, dun dun dun, hee <laughs> hee. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, unless anybody has anything that they wanted to talk about before we 
kind of uh, end to the last closing bit. You know what? I can't. Here's what I want to know: How is everybody doing? How is everybody's life going? Everybody doing good? Everybody doing all right? It's cold. There's lots of snow where I live. I don't know if I like it. Maybe, kind of, yes, no. Repeat question. <laughs> How is everybody <laughs> doing? Uh, <laughs> surviving. I'm alive. I'm happy, smiling. Honestly, I am. <laughs> I'm excited for a lot of the stuff that's going to be coming up. Because, obviously, we've got Arcane Recovery coming up. Uh, alongside with that, we are going to have, obviously, the, um, the qualifying games, uh, for the parties starting up soon, hopefully. Yeah. I'm hoping so, anyway. <laughs> God, uh, you can I, 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 <laughs> I just really wanted to, to put in and say that for the Blood Joker game, Chirp, that was your first time doing it. You did a great job. I know we told you afterwards... But you did an amazing job, um, and that's why when Josh wasn't here, I immediately went to you and I was like, "Hey, can you help stream? Because you did a great job." But also, you know, you can be a guest if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being awesome, Chirp. Oh, you're too, you're too kind, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, Opera Horse, how are you guys doing? Any anything that you guys have been up to lately? I know Horse is a paladin of Grunkle, so what what yes, what have you uh, been up to? Well, I have uh, recently put up our Facebook page, so now Dungeon for All is able to be found on Facebook. It has it's it's fully searchable, and we are now doing the meme of today, where we sort of post a meme and we ask a topic where you can like talk about such. Yesterday's meme was a <laughs> Bota Godzilla meme and a lizard folk meme. So then I thought about uh, what is your story about the lizard folk? Today I am not sure what we're posting yet, but it's coming in about uh, 30 minutes. Awesome. And it will be great. So well, be sure to go check out our Facebook page. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go check out our Facebook. We have uh, a Twitter and we have an Instagram. Um, Leah, um, but before we get to kind of the promotion bits. Apple, we also have a Reddit you page. <laughs> we do. Um, what are you doing, buddy? I think Horace. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing quite okay. Um, I think I'm very well prepped for my for my qualifier game. Yeah? Um, any hints? Any, any um, I'm going to torture my players. <laughs> if, if everything works out, I'm going to torture my players. And, I don't know, maybe Horace, you want to say something about that? Because I Horace has been a playtester <laughs> twice yet, already. I have playtested twice, and he's been a playtester there both times. I'm looking for a form for a third time. I'm just waiting for you to invite me. <laughs> it is amazing. I'm just telling you, if you don't have anything to do... No, if you have anything to do the day uh, Apra is holding his qualification games, just reschedule it. Reschedule it. Reschedule. Reschedule. Whatever. <laughs> Find another day to do it. Because Apra's story is truly amazing. I have had fun. I've played it twice now, and it's always something new around the corner. Like you go around the corner a different way, and suddenly, oh, wait, that wasn't that the last time. 
truly amazing at that. If you are planning on playtesting it before your game, let me know because I I I want to because unfortunately I'm I've I had a volunteer to play in his game, but uh, I was told by the other clerics that I'm not allowed because I've been playing in a lot of games recently that I'm not allowed to play in the in the actual DM qualification game. But if you're holding a playtest, please do let me know because I'd love to check it out. I will definitely inform you. And if you've got time, in about 30 minutes after the podcast ends, I may maybe do, doing something like that. But you should be looking at the Facebook page, because that's when the new post is going to go up. Yeah, like, kind of schedule around that time. I might have to talk to you about uh, Shield Hero, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I know that oh this Ryan, weekend we, we, we will talk we will talk about the cleric in the next episode. I know this one last thing. Um, I I'm very excited how my style of DMing will be with you because you don't know yet that but I kind of DM differently. I don't do a lot of speaking. I tell more through my maps and I let you role play more. Awesome. So, so the focus is on the players, not on me. But I don't know how well that will be, like, around your end. Well, I think w from what I've noticed about the other DM qualification games, that everybody has their own individual style. And so far, every single style, no matter how different it was from the last one, has always went down pretty well. So there's, we're always, like, a new style and new way of doing it, they're always open to that. And they love looking at people bringing in their own style. So... Don't be afraid of uh, just doing your own thing and doing your own style. My game was well over a month ago, and I'm still scarred from what Eggsy did to my character. So. Uh, literally any time we talk about a game of going over three hours, Lewis has a you PTSD. Like, yeah, he gets PTSD because his game went on for quite... Egg, I think Egg, Eggy's synonymous with having long games. Yeah. But, but, uh, I, I think timing of three to four hours down pretty much on point. The last game was for four hours and 50 minutes, but um, we didn't, we, we were messing around quite a bit. Okay. Talking stuff that's not about the game and everything. It'll be interesting to see what happens this weekend. Because we've got uh, Lancelot this weekend, haven't we? We do. We have uh, Lancelot, who's one of our characters is going to be involved in Arcane Recovery, so definitely check him out because you'll be seeing a lot more of him. I only found out partway through, as you might have noticed me looking down, that's because I was receiving messages from one of our clerics being sorted. I didn't realise that I'm playing this weekend with Paddy. Oh! <laughs> I thought it was awesome. next week, yeah. but yeah, he's so coming. Promote the Tell him to come watch me. Tell him to come watch Lewis. Yeah, everybody come watch me. Uh, the Paddy, our clerk of community, is going to be there as well. I'm going to be playing alongside him. Um, special guest yet to be announced. <laughs> as far as but I'm aware. I can tell about the DM qualifications. Every DM qualification I have seen, and I have seen everything, every except one, were awesome. They were every DM did a very good good job about being a DM, and everyone told a great story. Very high-quality DMs. Very, very high-quality. Oh, roll for outro, Lewis. Let's go. 
talk to me about it, but any character is fine. I might just go through the gun for you. Like yeah, cha um, chaotic roll, yes. Qu chaotic roll is definitely allowed. 